Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities. And as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Now, here at Business Garage, we have a big, hairy, audacious goal. 1,000 businesses making 1 billion shillings annual turnover. Yeah. So imagine such an economy, yeah? It will be an amazing economy. So that's why we are out here to teach, teach, give you all the information that can help you transform your business and hopefully cross that milestone of 1 billion Uganda shillings. And then later we shall set it to 1 billion US dollars. Do you agree, studio audience? Yeah, that's the way to go. Well, today in the studio we have Arthur Ronald Arini Tway. Eh? Please, studio audience, welcome our guest the special way. Arthur speaks data. Everything about him is data. When you say data, he lights up. He is just full of, um, you know, crunching numbers. So he's not going to torture us with things we can't understand. He's here to make the job easy for us. Those of you who are the same math and you shut down, uh, you have to be rebooted, things don't work. No, 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 no. Stay alert. He's going to give you very simple, easy to understand insights on how you can work with data in your business. When we talk data, we're not talking about MBs. Yeah? We're talking about, I don't know how you refer to it, but the numbers in your business. So, Arthur, you're welcome to Business Garage. Thank you, Doctor. Yeah. Um, Is it on? Yeah. You're welcome to Business Garage. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I'm happy to be here. Uh, glad to receive this warm welcome. Awesome. So, why don't you start by telling us, uh, send greetings first. Greetings um, to my wife. Hey. To my, yes. Huh? <laughs> She's on her way to Mbarara to deliver a, a wedding cake. Oh, wow. uh, so she's not able to be here. To my PLE candidate, Sherry. Hey, uh, wow. She will watch on YouTube later. To Amy, to Aretha, to AJ. And to my extended family, my cousins, and my other family, everyone who is my friend. Wonderful. Thank you. So tell us a little about yourself. Who are you? What do you do? How did you get into this business of data? I want to hear where you are. So my name is Arthur Ronald Darini Itwe, and I'm a data analyst. Uh, to be specific, I'm a, an Excel specialist, Microsoft Excel you specialist. Mean Microsoft Excel. Yes, Microsoft okay. Excel. Mm-hmm. And um, you talked about uh, you were warning people who studied who who don't have a, a good understanding with oh, math. Yes. I did not study math. Hey, wow. <laughs> so, it's very interesting. Yes. So for everyone who did not study math, it's okay. Yeah, so you I won't confuse us with yeah, algorithms. I won't, I won't confuse and... you with anything. Okay. And I'm not an IT person. Wonderful. <laughs> so I'm a pure arts and no math. Okay. But I'm a data analyst. Yes. So how did I get into this? Um, naturally, I'm a, I'm a curious person. I, I dig into details. I want something explained to the dot. So I wanted to be a lawyer, and I ended up not being one. 
What and, a shock. Yeah, <laughs> so by chance, mm-hmm. uh, 2002, I chanced uh, on a book. I landed on a book in the main library at Macquarie University. And it was talking about um, Excel, using Excel to analyze data, having transformed the economies in the Industrial Revolution. Wow. And, I, and I got interested in what is this Excel. So 2007 is when I started officially learning Excel, reading mm-hmm. books. Um, YouTube came later, and to cut the long story short, here I am. Okay, continue. Tell us. So you started reading these things, then what followed? You can so, give us a little more detail. All right. So what followed is I went on a, on a journey of wanting to master Microsoft Excel, and there was no one to teach it. There was no YouTube. So I, I went for, I remember I went for a certificate in computer applications where you would learn how to use a computer, click here, this is Microsoft Word, this is Excel. And I asked this guy who was teaching us, how can I get more out of Excel? So he says, this thing is a course on its own. You will have to look for someone who can teach you. I kept hunting and hunting until when I went to Sikkim University to do a master's in data analytics, but I wanted data analytics. I didn't want to go into details of IT coding and stuff. Okay. And the guy told me that data analysts are self-taught. He was a, an old Indian gentleman. And he told me, you have to look for people. And he gave me a contact of a gentleman who was working with Crane Bank, and he, he was very good with Excel. So I went to that gentleman. He led me to another gentleman who was just starting to learn. They had received pamphlets, and I started reading the books. And much later, a gentleman whom I always talk about, Rodney Barugahale, walked into a place where we were seated, and he's like, guys, I have an idea. I have loads and loads of videos which you can turn into CDs and sell. And one of the courses from the beginning to the end was Excel. Wow. And that was my turning point. Because I got that course and I told myself, if I can master this course, then my life will never be the same. And that was it. I took that course, finished the course, and did many, many. It's a learning journey that never ends. So at the university, what were you studying? Education. Education. With history and religious studies. Wow. (laughs) And there you are. So all this time you're looking for these things. Are you teaching or you are jobless? Um, I'm 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 a private consultant. I run my own business, task managers. And we serve a number of businesses and organizations. No, around. Before, while you are learning Excel, were you I, jobless? All you were teaching uh, as what a teacher they, what, of history. No, no, I never went to teach. Yes. I was the, what they call kuyia. <laughs> <laughs> so I was doing all sorts On of the things. Streets. I was doing all sorts of things. Mm. Um, one job, one business. Uh, until when I decided to go, once I mastered it, I went mainstream data analytics. Wow. Yeah. Well, online audience, you're hearing our person here who says don't fear. Uh, he's not going to be unleashing coding and mathematical terms. Uh, so stay tuned and we recognize you. I'd like to acknowledge Audrey Natkunda, who was the first person online today commenting and praying. And as usual, we see you, Dr. Emily Bagaokayo. Farida, we see you. Uh, Hannah Nayoga, we see you. Uh, Aten Caroline Ruth, we see you. Um, as we go on in our interview, make sure to send in your questions. Um, our, in, our 
guest today is ready to answer everything about data. So tell us now, Arthur, where are you now with task managers? How many people are you, how many clients are you serving? Uh, and much more. What, do, what would you like us to know? So we are serving three retainers. Okay. Three retainers means that we manage data of the organization on a day-to-day basis which means from data collection all the way to giving insights and guiding in decision-making. And we have several other organizations whom we train. Uh, we go in, train staff, and, and, and support them in, in building reporting systems. So purely that's, that's where we are in terms of, in terms of business. Um, and I, I, at task managers, we are eight staff. I have eight staff. Okay. Uh, with me being the ninth, and all of us are into the same field of data analytics here. Oh, wonderful. Now, f- for us here at Business Garage, we, we, we have uh, three C's that we like to go by to guide us in our, in our scaling to 1 billion Uganda shillings. One of them is capital, coaching, and community. I think this might fall under coaching. So we're here to learn how we can, one, gather data, and how, why, why, why is data important for our businesses and scaling our businesses? In the past, we've been learning about uh, scaling for impact. And one of the things they taught us was that we need to have transfer, transferable value. How do you get to know that value in your business? So, yes, uh, Arthur, tell us, where should this business start? What is data? Or why do we need to collect data? Where should we start with, uh, you know, uh, if I have a small business in Chaliwajala? Or I'm a farmer. Do I really need data? Yes, you need data. So every single person, when you talked about the three C's and you talked about community, yes. I think data is on the part of the community. Every person is in the ministry of people. Yes. Whether you're in a business, you're in the service of people. Whether it is for payment or for some other reason. Okay. We want people. So there are two areas. It's winning people and retaining people. Yes. So you want more friends and you want to keep friends. So you want to win customers and you want, you want to win more and you want to retain more. Okay. So for every single business must be able to measure how many new customers am I getting and how many are repeating. So can I, I, I reference Eva uh, yes. who is dressing the nation one person at a time. Hey. And, and when she, she mentioned that, I'm like, mm. wow, so how is she measuring that? You know, that's what yes. I thought about. Oh, yeah. How is she measuring that? Yeah. So on an average, I would like Eva to think in terms of, on an average, how many dresses should she sell to each lady? All right? Okay. And for how long should each lady wear that dress? Okay. So if she has given your wife five dresses, Praise when God. should she make another design for yes. her? And you see that when you think about that, you think about that in terms of multiplication okay. of, of products she's making, retention, and new designs. Okay. So that's how you want to think about data. So she must collect data on how many have I given my dresses to? When should I make the second dress? Okay. Yeah. Give us another example. Farmers so, may think that they really don't need data because you can mm, see your cows, you, can see your, you can't count the beans and, yes. uh, and grains. What data, where should they start thinking in terms of, of, of data? What would help them? So a farmer, can, a farmer can compare seasons um, mm-hmm. in terms of produce per season or um, 
when, when I harvested maize in July and I sold it in September, what mm. was my profit compared to when I actually harvested in April and sold in May? Okay. So then you can gauge which season is best for me to plant. You also want to gauge in terms of expenses. How much am I spending on, on my farm? Yes. Am I actually making profit? Farming, I think, is one of the most difficult businesses to manage because it is cash. Okay. You, you issue a lot of cash, and they are not, they are not, that there's no, no records. All the records are just in books. If you have records in books, how can you look at them? Oh, yes. So you want to capture everything so that you can go back and look at them and say, is this business actually profitable or I'm profiting someone else? Okay, thank you. Thank you for that. Now, you said your background is really, you, you mastered Microsoft Excel. Are there other tools you've been able to engage with after Microsoft Excel or it's just purely Microsoft Excel? So I, I'm, I'm into the Microsoft world. Okay. So from Excel, you have things like Power BI, which is um, a 2015 uh, innovation or invention by Microsoft, and it's a visualization tool. It has a lot of intelligence in it. So it's a tool that we use a lot, and many organizations are using Power BI. But Excel on its own is such a powerful tool that can give you at least 90% of everything you need if you have someone who can use it effectively. What you're telling us is that we shouldn't ignore Microsoft Excel and just be typing in a few things and leave it there. You, you, there is a power mm. behind the face that you see. Okay. Uh, there is a database behind it. So the, it's, it's, it's such a power, it's a full ERP tool in my opinion, because I can use it as a database that can store up to 500 billion rows in Excel. Oh, wow. So, so, so we, have a, we have a data model inside Excel. So we have, I always say that there are three windows behind the one that you see. Mm. There is a window for drawing. There is a window for transforming data. There is a window for modeling data. The same way that you see an SQL server look, looking like, you have a data model within Excel where you can ask data of all sorts of questions and we'll squeeze them and give them the juice. Now, for a person like Eva who's trying to dress the nation one dress at a time, isn't that wasting time, spending time on Microsoft Excel? Where, where would she be able to use Microsoft Excel and still be able to make dresses? Of course. There are many ways of capturing data. Okay. There is a way. Tell us the easy way. The easy yes. way is that she can have um, a link on, you can create a, a link. If you can create a Google form, for okay. instance, and have it on the phone. And for everything she's doing, she just keys the things in on the phone. And they will go into the Google sheet. Okay. Which you can, and, and by the way, the, the Google Forms give you real-time analytics on their own. You don't wow. even have to analyze the data. Yes. Once there is data in, you go in and see uh, on the reports, you are able to see what it is telling you. So it's actually everything is free. It's, it's, so all you need to do is just capture the data. So there are free tools we can use? They are free. To just if, capture data? Yeah, even Power BI is free. Okay. So in, all you need to do is get your phone, capture the data. That's all. So what do you tell the person who has been using books to write down, they have nothing electronic, where do they start in moving their data to, to make sure that they can pick out some insights? How can you analyze things written on pen? <laughs> you can't even auto-sum them. 
You, you, <laughs> you can't even auto-sum them. So it's double work. It's a waste of time. Uh, because you're writing, and then you have to go back to get a calculator and calculate. Uh, and then, just, just imagine, as the data grows in volume, in books, and let's say you have five books, how can you possibly know what is in five books? Five books. Yeah. So, so it's, uh, in my opinion, it's a, it's a waste of time. You can put it in the book temporarily there and transfer it to the computer. But again, the time effect, the time factor. Okay, yeah. so what I'm learning from you is that, let's say, okay, I, I, the best example I could use is mine. Like at my dental practice. So if I am getting patients' biodata, uh, demographics, name, mm. age, date of birth, uh, sex, Mm. Uh, I can use a Google form to pick all those. Yes, you can. You can pick and all that. Directly into a Google form and it will be giving me real-time analytics. Yes. And um, um, just the other day, mm. uh, I think where, where I met you, you yes. saw that I created a QR code, a QR code which you can put on the front desk and when someone comes and it's their first time, just tell them, scan this. They scan, they enter all their details and you have them back Oh, end. yes, I remember that. Yeah. Um, Arthur and I belong to BNI. BNI is a global organization, and uh, he's the leader of our chapter, and he decided that we should go paperless. Can you imagine that? <laughs> yes, and so we had to scan a QR code, which leads you to a Google form, and then you're able to, to register your time of arrival and all those things. So I believe that's a very good thing that we can start with in our businesses. Yeah, um, so back to... So apart from Google Sheets and Microsoft Excel, are there any other tools that can help us collect data freely without having to subscribe? Because uh, most times when we think of uh, Microsoft, we think, hey, we have so many subscriptions to do them. Mm. It may be way beyond uh, a shopkeeper's reach. Mm. But are there apps, are there other tools that we could use to collect data? Yes, you can. So the reason why I always emphasize on Excel is because it is easy. It's, okay. it's, it's, uh, it's easy to use. And there are so many buttons you can click on and analyze the data for you. Access is mm. a whole database on its own, that, but you need someone who really knows how to program it and so that it can give you everything that you need. But Excel, Access is another free tool. But I believe there are so many other tools out there. Um, for, for accounting, there are so many. The other day, someone gave me a, showed me a, an accounting app yes. uh, that, where you can go in and just put in. I think even QuickBooks has a free version, so, and then it also has a mobile version. So there are so many. We can, get used, we can use all these available free tools to collect the data, and the data is behind, and you can export it to Excel. That's the most interesting thing. Every system, whether it is free or paid, it asks you, can you export to Excel? And then you can analyze it from there. Oh, yes. Thank you, Arthur. You're adding value to us. Online audience, studio audience, what are you learning? You can share on YouTube what you're learning, what you're going to implement. Uh, we're waiting for your questions as we move on, as we go ahead to continue learning about how we can scale, how we can make data-driven decisions. Arthur, tell us, is there a business you've worked with and you've transformed them? You may not have to tell us their name. Mm. Like you transformed them from using paper, and they didn't know what they had until the point where they are making smart decisions and they have grown. Mm. Please tell us a story so of transformation. I'll give you two. Um, one actually praise from here. Mm. 
um, but there's, a, there's this particular one whom we worked with about two months ago, and I was having a conversation with him on Wednesday, mm. and he was telling me that he was busy because he was in the process of purchasing uh, other products. So I asked him, so you're purchasing which product this? How much are you spending? And it was a lot of money. I think I was going to spend about 500 million shillings. And, and I'm asking him, so what is driving this decision? What, what are you basing yourself on to make this decision of investing so much money into uh, these equipment? I was like, it is you. You analyzed our data, and I realized that we were spending so much money outsourcing these things. Actually, he told me that he realized that he was spending in a year an amount of money that could have purchased the same products and even make profit. So wow. he decided, I'm going to buy the, thing, the things because I'm sending money out of my business. So that's one way. Uh, that's one example. The other example is a, is, a, is a business which had put a blind eye on expenses. On it, when we analyzed the data, we realized that they were spending the biggest expense was a border border, border wow. border transport. And they were spending in excess of 24 million shillings per month on a border border, on an item called border border. Wow. <laughs> border border. And then I asked, so border border to where? So because the data ended at border border, border transport. Border. So to where? To which client? To do what? All right? Yeah. And then there was no answer to that. And when you go in and audit that, you realize that that was a soft route to get the money out of business. Oh, wow. The third example yes. I, I give is, um, is some, a, a, a friend of mine who was losing 80% of the customers to other businesses, to other service providers. Uh -huh. Tell us. So the customers were not returning. Mm. They would come, they buy, they go, and they never return. For a business that's supposed to get return, customers. So when you have the data, you are able to tell that Dr. Steve came, like I was talking about Eva, yes. I bought a dress for my wife, and I have never bought another dress in the whole year. That's a lost customer. That's mm. a lost business opportunity. Yeah. yeah. So how would you help Eva to make sure that she understands and, mm. and takes action on getting maybe this customer to return or... What do you empower her with to make those decisions move forward? So, let's say she just has a plain Excel sheet. Yes. And she captures the date when the dress has gone out. Has gone out. She can write away estimate and say, the next time I get money from Arthur is three months from now. Mm -hmm. And what is she going to do? She's going to put an equal sign, this date plus three, mm. or plus 90, which is three months ahead. Yeah. It will give you the date of the next purchase. Then you can filter and say, which customers are supposed to be buying from me this now. month? And then you, and then you make them. a phone call. I say, by the way, we have a new design. You oh, even wow. send pictures on WhatsApp and a purchase is made. That's how you retain customers. That's wow. how you win more, yeah. Wow, you're making things look possible, Arthur. Yeah, online audience, studio audience, are you learning something? Please share uh, in the YouTube chat what you're learning. Um, I see Stella Nasali says she's all for going paperless. Yes, that's the way to go. Um, I guess we can consider that and how to really maximize using a simple 
available tool like Microsoft Excel. If you're learning something, please share uh, what you're learning. Going back to this border border business, the person who was spending, that could, they could have bought like four, three border borders for the same. That was the recommendation. The recommendation yes. was buy border borders and mm. make sure everyone is trained, has a license, and has protective gear. And anyone who says, I want to use border border, tell them to ride. Okay. And trust me, no one will ride. <laughs> and no one will ask for money for transport. For transport. Yeah. Okay. So, have you worked with any businesses? I was going back to who have, the, the people you are working with, mm. the ones who are burying their head in the sand about the border borders, mm. was there data in, on paper or was it just there in Excel and they, they didn't want to look at it? The data was there. They were using QuickBooks, so the mm. data was there, but okay. it was not being used. So even QuickBooks, you have to first export this data to Microsoft Excel to be able to read it. You can get Excel to pick it from QuickBooks directly. Oh, wow. Yeah. So without you having to, without to you copy, having to and, copy paste. and paste. Yeah. Hey, this is amazing. That's what you do for your customers. That's what I do for a living. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and you're only, with, with only eight people, you're able to serve as how many, how many people would you serve? So... So the eight people are permanent, mm. but when we get other customers, there is a whole group outside, including people that I have trained before, whom yeah. I can always you know, call and say, by the way, there is this, let's go and do it. Okay. So we are able to serve quite a number of people. Yeah. So for, you know, in every business, we're always thinking of what is likely to take us out of business ahead, you know, in the future. What does the future look like in the data world? What would you tell a business person to, to look out for? Uh, that can help them, you know, survive the changing environment. It's always it's a very volatile environment mm. recently. So what can you tell them about um, what to look out for, what's scanned for on the horizon regarding data? So I, I'll go back to where I started from. Mm. You have to have a mindset that is aware of who you are serving or who you are offering a service to, and it's people. So what do people need? beyond what I'm offering? And is there someone else who can offer it in a better way? So what can wipe you out of business is if someone is offering a better solution to mm. the person that you are looking to, to serve. Okay. So you need to be willing to listen to what the needs of the customers are, serve them, improve them, think for them so that keep them busy. Okay. So yeah. how often should I, you know, hang out with my data to check it out, see what insights I'm looking for? How would you recommend someone checks? Is it monthly, weekly, to be able to make these decisions? Every day. Every, every day. time. Okay. You, you came driving. Yes. Uh, do you have fuel in your car? Yes, I do. How do you know? My dashboard. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. And is your car okay? Yes, the dashboard says The dashboard okay. said it is okay. So yes. the, 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 that, the, the computer of the car does not lie to you. Okay. It has never lied to you. You will stop mm. believing that you have fuel until when the gauge shows you that you have full when you actually know you have empty. <laughs> empty. <laughs> empty. Yeah. So for you to know that your business is actually going well, you have to be able to have a point of reference, a point mm. where you can always look and say, oh, okay, my money is actually increasing, my expenses are going down, or my expenses are going up as my revenue goes up. Okay. So there has to be a point where every day you have to look at your data. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. What I'm getting from you today is that we shouldn't bury our heads in the sand 
and wait for our bills to swell up to the point where we could buy more border borders instead <laughs> yes. of using a border border. But we yeah. should interact with our data on a daily basis to see what it's telling us. Um, is there a client you've worked with to actually scale their business to, you know, um, to stop being maybe in one branch and have many branches? You could tell us a story about that if you've had uh, someone you trained and they were able to move their business from uh, a simple shop to many shops or just to have some scale in their business? I believe... I believe that this story of Wednesday, which I've talked about, is one customer who is going places because he is going to have, uh, is doubling, is almost doubling his stock mm. as a result of just looking at the data. And that's just one year. And one of the things that I look at is that if he continues to look at data and keep making decisions, is that by the end of next year, there are quite a number of things that will have changed, and definitely he will have moved places. Okay. So, so someone yeah. here is asking, how are you deploying AI in Excel to bring about efficiency in operations? And me, I'll add to that question. Yes. Isn't AI going to take you out of business? No, AI cannot take me. It's not going to take us out of business because okay. we, we, you think for AI. Okay. <laughs> you think for AI. You, the AI cannot, re, cannot replace my thinking. So I have to keep thinking of ways that I can actually use AI to offer uh, a better service. Okay. So I'm looking at AI not as a competitor. I'm looking at AI as an aider. An enabler. Enabler. Yes. Yeah. So it enables me to be even more efficient. And perhaps later, I'll be showing you how I'm using AI to even make my work Oh, wow. Even yes, easier. for the first time, I yeah. think, on uh, Business Garage, we are going to have a demo. Um, uh, soon we shall be putting up the demo of how you can uh, manipulate data in Microsoft Excel. So mm -hmm. stay tuned. Don't run away. And the good thing you can always go back to watch this so that you understand the simple things that Arthur is teaching us. Uh, I'm still welcoming your questions. Uh, so back to this AI. Mm. So if I get to, if I, I mean I have my sales sheets, do I really need you if I have ChatGPT to analyze for me? my data. Would you still be... <clears throat> isn't it your competitor, ChatGPT? No, it's, not, it's mm. not a competitor. Like I said, it's an enabler. It, okay. um, so you can... You see, business requirements or mm. um, customer inquiries are dynamic. Okay. When I create something for you, it stops being something that you need. Okay. You need more. So then you, uh, you, you keep amplifying your requirements, and ChatGPT helps me to quickly respond. Because, for instance, you can make an, a requirement of, I want to know this. You can ask, for instance, I want to know which products I sold most at 1 p.m. yesterday. Okay. Yeah? And I cannot, I didn't create it. I have to quickly create it and give it to you. I can ask ChatGPT, can you help me break this down on how I can write, you know, a measure that can give me this result? And then it will quality. It's ChatGPT doing it, it's no. me doing it, using ChatGPT to accomplish it. Okay. Yeah. So, about the same thing, how would uh, a business owner like Eva uh, use ChatGPT in, in helping her analyze uh, the little data she has? Will it be able to do it for her? Will it lie to her? Uh, does she, what are the basics she can step into and say, at least let me do this thing before I go after to help me analyze more and more, okay. more data? 
she can go like this. She can go to ChatGPT and ask that, how can I best use data in my business? That's one question. Question number two can be, I do this, I do, it for, I do this for this, and I want to achieve this by this period. Can you guide me on what I should do from a data perspective? And then it's going to give you a data strategy on okay. this is the data you must collect. This is how you're going to analyze it, but you're not going to analyze the data for you. I like that. Thank yeah. you so much, Arthur. Someone here is asking, CD is asking, if I don't have data and insights on my customer trends, can I buy it from somewhere else? If so, where? <laughs> That's not your data. Why would it? It's not your data. Yeah. You need your own data. If you don't have data, the best thing to do is today start collecting the data. It's mm. not too late. Collect the data today, start a journey. But don't buy data. Data, for, buy data. For, for what? Yeah. You'll I, be faking it. You're faking it. Okay. Yeah. So, maybe, maybe, um, maybe what, uh, what, what's her name? CD. He's called Maybe CD. what CD is meaning is mm. that maybe she wants to enter into a mm. new field. Mm. And she wants to see the viability yes. of business in that field. Okay. I don't know of a place where you can um, buy the data from, but there are actually sources. There are sources like Statistica, Analytica. There are sources where you can get available data mm. on open source. So the answer is just go on Google or ask ChatGPT on where can I get authentic data about this market, this trend in this, in this area or in this country. That data is available for free. Okay. Yeah. So the Uganda Bureau of Statistics shares lots of data on yes, their Yes, that's website. also another source. Have yeah. you been able to work with their data to, you know, maybe find out what's going on around? Is there something you've seen that you can direct people to uh, about data in their industry that you, you both shares? Yeah, I, I used the statistics data, I think it was last year when I was helping a client set up here. Mm. And um, I want to mention the client and what they were doing. But that data was, was very helpful in, in knowing the target population okay. in a certain area. How many youth are actually in this area? What age are they? Um, and it went as far as the parish. Okay. We couldn't get the village, but we went to as far as, as the parish. parish level. And that data is very useful. Okay. Yeah. So briefly, just tell us, someone is asking, enlighten us about GDPR effectiveness in Uganda. And then you'll tell us about your offer, and then we shall close. So I always refer to a lawyer to help explain uh, the data protection uh, you know, procedures and the like. Um, I don't want to distort it, but any person at any point has a lawyer who can help uh, explain the data protection uh, laws in, in the, of the country because they are quite uh, tough, and so you need to understand them, especially on the kind of data you collect on people. Okay. I think there is a, a, a very strict guideline on what kind of data you should collect from people. Yeah. Okay. And then tell us what your offer is. My offer is to support two pastors. Two pastors. Uh, in, uh, on, a, on, on this journey, if they need someone to get trained in data analytics, I can train two people. 
Okay. Let me increase it to five. So oh, wow. you will be the one to choose yes. five people from different branches whom the pastors can send or the pastor themselves to help them with. Okay, uh, can you share with us your this. contact maybe? If someone wants to approach you to help them with their business yes. in uh, analyzing data. Yeah, my number is 0772-380078. MTNNKD. <laughs> 380078. 0772-380078. Okay, thank you so much, Arthur. Uh, studio audience, join me in uh, thanking Arthur for thank you. you know enlightening us about the simple tools we are we have out there that can help us win and scale. We've come to the end of our show, uh, but we don't like to close without giving someone a chance to to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. What we are doing is because uh, we've got liberty through our Lord Jesus Christ. And so we feel that's why we should step out and teach others. And today we are praying about wisdom. The wisdom, the best wisdom comes from our Lord Jesus. He says he's our, he died to become our wisdom. Do you want to get that? Yes, you can receive it today by saying a simple prayer. I will guide you in the prayer. You just repeat after me and there you have been ushered into the kingdom of God and you can partake of the wisdom of God. So you say, Dear Lord, thank you for dying for me on the cross and taking all my sins to the cross. Uh, thank you for giving me life. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. And I confess with my mouth that you are God. Uh, take my life and make something significant with it. Amen. Yes, friends, if you've said that prayer, you're born again, and you can reach out to us uh, on a number that will be running on the screen, uh, plus 256-0775-642449. There's a pastor at the end of the line who will help you uh, understand the decision you've made and help you get you connected to a community uh, that believes the same. Also, would like to pray for you so please get in touch so that we can pray for you uh, so be sure to reach out on that line friends thanks for coming for business garage uh, next week we are starting a new series called thou shall prosper so don't miss it um, come and learn what you have as a child of god that you can step out and do it uh, we are going to continue with main garage at nine o'clock uh, be sure to tune in again. Don't run away. Uh, you can also come for physical garage. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.